Okay, it's Lil Shishi, towards Shabbos Bereshis, starting a new year, a new season of Zerah Shimshan. Lili Nishmas, our dear friend, Rabbi Yenitzvi Hakoyen. Rabbi Yenitzvi's yard site is tonight as we are talking. And of course, it should be Lili Nishmasoy and also Lili Nishmas Rebea Kranzer. Maybe the most famous Rashi ever is the first Rashi. Amar Rabbi Yitzchok, the Torah isn't a storybook. The Torah is not here to tell us stories. The Torah is here to teach us mitzvahs. Why in the world does the Torah start off with, oh, in the beginning, the Rabbi Shalom created this, then he created that, then there was a Mabel, then there was Noyach, and then there was the Palga, that, who cares? So Rashi answers, Rashi answers that the reason that the Torah starts off with Bereshis Baralekim, because Koyach Masov Higid Nachlas Yeah, we all know that the nations of the world continuously claim that Am Yisrael has no right to Eretz Yisrael, and this started from the days of after the Mabel when Avram Avinu was walking around. And therefore, the Rabbi Shalom is revealing to the world, I created the world, the entire world. And since I created the world, when I want, I give Eretz Yisrael to different nations. But when I decide to give it to Am Yisrael, is, it's Am Yisrael's. Uh, so... Zerashimshin says that the Oilam asked Akasha that he could have started from Avram Avinu, he could have started from Moshe and Aaron, because till then there was no Eretz Yisrael. Why does he have to start from Bereshis? What does that have to do with anything? Second of all, why does the Rebbein Shalom Bechlal have to answer anyone that, oh, you know, when I want, I give it to those, and when I want, I take it away from them. I mean, the Rebbein Shalom can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. So what's going on? Now, second of all, uh, we all know that there are wars in the world. Yeah, if we look in what it says in Devarim, yeah, they went and they killed out. We saw other wars, the end of Parshas Vayishlach, so it's it's a known fact. It's a known fact that anybody it, 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 it's you know losers weepers, and that's it. So the winner of the war he takes it all. So if any guy is going to come and wage war against the Eden, so who cares that it was koyach of They won the war. They want the land. In any case, says the Medrash, that why does the Torah start Bereshis? The Torah is called Reishis. As it says, The Rebbein looks in the Torah, and, and through the Torah, he created the world, meaning the world was created to coexist with the Torah. 
all the mitzvahs of the Torah were included in this creation. It wasn't something that it is no shaykhs. The Shemayim is there for giving us the, the Mo'irais to tell us when is Ma'aviryoyim and when is Mevi'loyla, mitzvahs that have to be done at night, mitzvahs that have to be done by day. It's number one. And the Pasuk says, the Torah is a Kaddish Baruch Hu's toolbox. And that's that. And therefore, the Rebbeinu Shalom created a world in a way that this world has a shaykhis to the way the Torah designed it to be. It's brought down in Tanit Velio that the world will exist 7,000 years. 2,000 years was Toyu till Avraham Avinu came around in 1948. So it's close to 2,000 years. Again, it's not a, it's a prox. 2,000 years of Torah, of course, from Avraham Avinu, it says, Laman Yedativ, Kitzav, Esbonav, Esbonav, Lishmar der Hashem, so it's there. And then 2,000 years, Yemaisa Mashiach. So, the beginning, the Rebbein Shalom wanted to see what are the people that were created in the world? Are they going to wake up? Are they going to start asking questions? Are they going to understand that whatever is going on here means that? I'm supposed to do something? There is something out here that I am supposed to do, that it's it's mechai of me to do something? And they were just walking around for close to 2,000 years till Avram Avinu came around. It was like there was no purpose. Yeah, there was chanoich, there was shame. There were exceptions to the rule. But the vast amount of people in the world were very, very good eating off each other and doing whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted, however they wanted, and they didn't think that there would be, there's a purpose here. It was just like Hevel Abol and Makoil Hevel, and that's it. And this was routinely going on, and therefore they decided to do all kinds of odd things until they brought ultimate corruption into the world that there was no way that this world could be able to continue to exist and therefore the Rebbeinu Shalom have to demolish world number one the way it was maybe it could be, we don't know that but it could be that it was all one continent and it, it is amazing the way we see today that continents that are not connected one to another, somehow animals arrive there. Yeah, and half of these animals don't have wings. So how do they travel there? So it seems that at a certain point the world was one large ocean and one large continent and then they separated and sailed away that North America attached to South America came to where it is today. And then the Atlantic Ocean separated from that continent between Europe and Asia. And then Africa was where it is. 
and uh, Australia is where it is. But all this was created for a purpose. It wasn't just there for being there. It wasn't just abstract. There was a reason that the Rabbani Shalom created and he expected people to think. It didn't happen until Avram Avinu came around. And Avram Avinu said this something here, there's a purpose. It can't just be that we're here, as other people would say, we're not here just to be eating, drinking, and creating garbage. There's something way more deep into this. And that's when the 2,000 years of Torah is. But if the world would have understood, as it says when Noach came around, so Noach created the plow. He said, This is going to comfort us. They used to have to plow with their hands. There's a medrash that said that up to Noyach, the hands of the people were like the feet of a duck. It had skin between the fingers. So the fingers weren't even separated one from another. And it was tremendously hard to plow. And that's why the Rebbein Shalem told Adam Rishon, it's going to take you all what you got. But if you would have understood that lechem isn't physical bread, but it's lechu lachamu belachmi, meaning there was the derech etzachayim. And in the derech etzachayim, the Rebbein Shalom gave Adam Rishon an opportunity if he was going to eat the fruit of that tree, the fruit of that tree would have naturally given him a power to learn Torah. A natural power to understand all the mitzvahs. As we said, that so the Rabbani Shalom, the Torah was the, to, the toolbox of the world, the Rabbani Shalom's toolbox. And through seeking the purpose of this creation, why there's this cosmos out there, what is its target? What are we supposed to reach? What are we supposed to grasp? What are we supposed to acquire? This is that the Shemaim, Shemaim Lashem, but it's not Adam for the Torah. Okay. But it didn't happen. So Avram Avinu tried to do the best that he could, but it wasn't going anywhere. And therefore, that's why Hashem created the world. And he had to summon Moshe Rabbeinu to Shemai in order that Moshe Rabbeinu should bring down the Torah. Now that Am Yisrael had the Torah, Am Yisrael saw in the Torah that there were various people living in this land beforehand. But now they understood that Bereshis, it was created for the Torah that is Nikris Reshis. Now, who are going to be Mekai Mitzvah Satluis Baritz? Seriously. Is it going to be the Kanani, the Amairi, the Chiti, the Chivi, the Yivusi, the Girgashi? No. They didn't understand the concept of giving Truma or Maisris. Even Hevel understood that you have to bring a carbon to the Rebbeinu Shleilam. What did Cain bring? Cain brought some of the leftovers. 
rotten fruit, rotten vegetables, whatever he had there, that he said, you know, oh, I could afford to be mocked of this to the Rabbi Nishlelo. But he didn't bring from the best of the best. That was Hevel. And Cain killed Hevel. And since then, there was nothing doing. Nobody thought that the Rabbi Nishlelo deserves a token of gratitude. And people are living on Hashem's land and HaKadosh Baruch is giving his energy into the land that and and there's the there's the the pruvu on the on the fish and the animals and that's that and there's nobody who understands that you could only use all these things with the kayachatayra that Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world with. It's an instruction book how to use the world. And if you're going to use the world without using the instruction book, it's going to be abusing. True, we are living in a generation that we do not like to read instruction books. We like to figure out our things itself. We buy a new machine, doesn't matter, a washing machine, a dryer, a dishwasher, a car. We don't read the instruction book. It's way too big, way too complicated. And then we decide what I could do and how I could do. When it breaks down many times, we call up the company, and then we hear when the technician comes, and the technician understands that the machine was not used, it was abused. It was used in the wrong way. It never got its maintenance. Like this year is a Shemitah year. Shemitah is maintenance of the land that everybody rests, the farmer understands, that's it, you gotta disconnect from the land. No plowing, no harvesting as an owner, no irrigating, no pruning. It's time for a breather. Pack your bags, go to the Vismedrish, Vishav Sa'or and Shabbos Lashem. And this is also to remember the Maise Bereshis as <laughs> The Rabbi Shalom finished his work. His work wasn't hard work. because everything was only done with an Amira. And that being said, that everything was created just with Ma'amaris. But that's it. So Shabbos on its own is a sacred day. The Rabbi Yishlam was Mekadah Shabbos. He wasn't Mekadah Shabbos only for Am Yisrael. He was Mekadah Shabbos for the world. The world needed Shabbos. But the Goyim didn't understand that the world needs Shabbos. They didn't understand that there is a day that is different. There was the famous question that Rabbi Yeshua was asked, Ma Yoyim Yemayim? The emperor of Rome sees what's the difference one day, it's all the same thing. It's the same 24 hours. And it's not, because from the Shkia on Erev Shabbos till the Tzaysa Kachavim on Matzah Shabbos, it's a different day. It's a Yom Kedusha. There's no night. That's why we say at night, right after we finish Luchadoyli, we say, Mizmo Shir Li Yom HaShabbos. 
Tzadikim said, you don't say good night on Shabbos because it's not night. It's Yom Shekulay Shabbos. It's a day. It's not a night. And this was not understood by those 2,000 first years. Actually, again, as we said, let's give, if even we're going to go with the Rambam that said that Avram Avinu was 40 years old. So 1948, Avram was born. So that's 1988. It's close to 2,000 years. Close to 2,000 years, the Bani is in the world and he sees people just doing whatever they want without finding out, is there an instruction book and how do we work things out in this world? And of course, since the world was created b'reishis, b'shvil reishis, and reishis is the Torah. But the Gemara says that there's another b'reishis, is b'shvil Yisrael, Shenikru Rashis. They're called, we are also called. Am Yisrael are called the Rashis. So the world was created for the Torah and for us. And we had to combine and come together and connect. And of course, the Torah cannot start by Avram Avinu because we have to understand that the Rabbani Shalom created the world with a purpose. But the challenge was to throw the person into the world and understand that he has to search for the purpose. He's gonna have to go to look for it. It's not going to happen automatically. And if he is not going to look for the purpose, he is going to lose it all. He is going to be the world's biggest loser ever. And for 2000 years, there was a world of losers. And Avram Avinu came around and he started commanding his children that there is a purpose in the world. And the purpose in the world was designed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he has a toolbox. And that toolbox is called the Torah. And that Torah he is giving to his nation as we say multiple times every single day, we are racist. We get up in the morning and we say, He chose us. We are the chosen nation, whether they like it or not. And if it wasn't understood, so in the Valetzian comes around the corner and we say it again. We say it again. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu Baruch Eloikeinu Shebra'anu Lichvaydai Behivdilanu He separated us Min Hatoyim from the wanderers Vinasan Lanu He gave us Torah Semes Vachayoylam Nata Besoycheinu In our midst Not in the midst of the Goyim The Goyim don't have this If we didn't understand it By Berchas HaTorah And we did not understand it comes along he didn't create us like them and we have no part in them because and this is all because again this is the way says the Zerashimshan, this is the way the world was designed and created. Which teaches us a lesson in life that we have to understand that this is a purpose. And this is why Chazal say that when a child starts to talk, uh, instead of uh, teaching him uh, some stupid mother goose song, yeah, 
If you're happy and you know it, no, you teach him Torah Tziva. The first words we teach him Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe. Moirasha Kehilas Yaakov. We teach him from the beginning to pronounce and to proclaim and to be proud, to be part of Am Yisrael that is the chosen nation by Hashem and is different and it's creation and bringing itself into the world is different than any other nation ever before and ever that will be even after. And this is our proudness. We finish off Chodesh Tishrei. Tishrei is Lashen of Tashuri. We observe, we look, we analyze. So Tashuri Meirei Shamana we analyze our Amuna, and that's why we start off. The last Shabbos in Tishrei is always Shabbos Bereshis. And Shabbos Bereshis gives us the new start to relook. Let's go back to the toolbox. Let's go back to the instruction book. Let's read it. Let's understand what the instructions are. Let us follow the instructions the way the Rebbeinu Shalom gave us these instructions without interpreting them in straying ways, without searching leniencies that don't exist, without twisting and turning mitzvahs or saying that there are some mitzvahs that are not negiah for today. And the more we understand that we are different than everybody else, it's a famous line in the Je- second Jep record, was Shabbos Hayyim Lashem? What rhymes with Shabbos Hayyim Lashem? Shabbos 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 Kodesh Shabbos Hayyim Lashem. We are so different from them. We are, and that's why we got Shabbos. That's why Veshamru Bnei Yisrael says Shabbos last. He says Shabbos l'Dereis of Yisraelim. We will make it into Shabbos. And even the emperor of Rome said, oh, it's not a problem. He's going to command that people should not light a fire for three days. Yeah, And the first night, him and Rabbi Yeshua go to the roof of the palace and they see smoke coming out from one of the homes and they rush. How could dare you light a fire? He says, what could I do? Child is sick. He needs hot water. It's impossible not to, 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 to give him hot water. He's going to die. And that's when the king understood that there's something there in Am Yisrael that the Goyim don't have. That the Rabbi Shalom gave us the Shabbos Kodesh and Shabbos we keep Shabbos. And that's what Shabbos Bereshish is. Time to go back to understand that yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu invested so much in telling us in detail how the world was created. And if we would really understand the inner secrets of how the world was created, we would understand that the world was actually created only for us, for Am Yisrael, not for the Goyim. But in order that the Goyim should not be able to claim that, uh, well, oh, it's not fair, whatever. So the Rabbi Shalom said, I'm giving you 2,000 years. You were wandering this world, the f- surface of the earth, for 2,000 years, and you didn't do anything. You didn't accomplish anything, only ruining my world. So Taka, Koyach Masov, Higid La'amoy Losus Le'em Nachlas Goyim. He gave the most precious piece of land 
to the Knani, the Chiti, the Moiri, the Chivi, the Chiti, Yivusi, Girgashi, and let's see, are they going to seek the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, or are they just going to look at it as some just regular piece of land and that's it? And sadly, Ad you go into Shul, what do you see? Sidurim, Chumashim, Gemaris, Babli, Yerushalmi, Shulchanarach, Mishtaburus, you name it, tons of Svarim. What do they have in the mosque on Harabais? Stones to be able to throw at the Eden. Because they're taka different from us. And we are different from them. We are created totally differently. This is Koyach Mas of Higid Amoy. In the end, Loseis Lohem Nachlas Goyim. So, taka, let's give the biggest effort that we can to enhance Shabbos Bereshis and make it the best Shabbos yet that we ever had in the year, in Tavshin Pebez. And the words of the Aftoira that we read from Yishaya Novi, so he says, I call you with righteousness. Baruch holds our hands in order that we should be happy with Hashem. Hashem As the Rambam says, Pirisham Mishnais to Sanhedrin, why is Yagdil Torah Viyadir? It seems. There's so many mitzvahs, a person's going to have a hard time being Mikhaim all the mitzvahs. So maybe Yaqadosh Baruch should have cut down on the amount of mitzvahs. Says the Rambam, since there's so many mitzvahs, it's impossible that there won't be a yid that will be able to perfect at least one mitzvah to ultimate perfection. And if he has that one mitzvah that he perfects to the epitome of perfection, that's enough for a yid to get Olam Haba for many, many, many years. Have a beautiful Shabbos and Be'ezus Hashem. We will be back, hopefully live, on Zoom. It's coming Thursday night. Parshas Noyach. Shabbos. Kol Tov.